0: What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number
1: one source to all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon is the What's Good Podcast. What's Good?
0: Hey everyone, this is Brianna. Thank you for coming in for episode three of What's Good Podcast. We have a special guest today, Van Gammon. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is Van Gammon. Good to be here.
0: All right, so um, the way I like to start everything off is to do a quick icebreaker just to, you know, get all the nervous chills out of our system. So the icebreaker I chose today, if you could live anywhere on this planet and take everything that you love with you, where would you choose to live and what would you bring with you?
1: Oh, man, that's that's dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... um. I don't know. That's, that's that's tough too. Cause like I I think about like what's the demographics, what's the weather like. Mm-hmm, me I don't too. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll I'll decide when when as soon as you asked it. I thought of Jamaica, but that, I'm I'm kind of like nah, not Jamaica. But yeah, Jamaica. I I would, I would pack everything, go to Jamaica. Um, my dad's actually from there, so I got family there somewhere. So um, I guess I'll connect with the people there, get my kids to know them, and you know see see what we can make out of that and. The weather should be good there from what i hear so
0: yes okay caribbean all right all right so let's get into it this is a genuine conversation not an interview oh i like that yes (laughs) so i want you to go ahead and introduce yourself as like you're being an artist rapper let's talk about how you started your career
1: yeah for sure okay um i go by van gammon um that's that's the name i go by everywhere that's real name um I'm originally from uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I started writing poetry and and songs when I was uh, in elementary school. And from there, it just kind of grew. And then when I decided I wanted to to do rap, it was around like maybe middle school when people were like doing cyphers and battling still. And then people on the internet were doing message boards and posting their raps on there. So um, I started doing that more often, just sharpening skills from there. And... Um, When I finally got my setup, I was probably in college when when that happened, and I actually got a mic, and I was able to record and start putting out music on the Internet. Um, That that started to change, like, how I thought about it, and I started seeing things, like, kind of work for certain people and things weren't working, and just how the Internet just kind of changed certain things on it. So um, when I got here in Dallas, I saw that there was a live music aspect out here. Mm -hmm. So I started getting into that um, because I hadn't seen that anywhere else before. Um, So when I started getting into that, it it, it opened up a lot of things. It introduced me to lots of people that were in the music industry or in the music scene here um, that have been doing it for a while. And it just um, just brought up my horizons a little bit more and to be able to connect with those people and and build those friendships and and meaningful relationships outside of music um, but still be able to come together and create great music together around here in this area because there's a lot of talent out here, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, really. It is. So, yeah.
0: I love Dallas. So um, did you visit out here? And then you was like, you know what, this is where the scene is, and I'm going to just move here. How did you get to Dallas?
1: I got to Dallas. Um, my mother was actually here first. So, yeah, I, I came to visit one time, and I think we went to, like, an art gallery, so I didn't get to visit any of the music stuff. I didn't really mm-hmm. tap into the music stuff until later. Okay. Um, But I was actually living in, um, in Alabama because I went to school in Alabama. Okay. And, um, and mom called me, she was needing some help with some things. So, um, it was starting to happen a little bit more often. So I decided, you know, let me see about actually coming out there for a little bit. Got it. Um, and I ended up staying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: so when you became a rapper, like what inspired you? Was it like something on TV that you saw or it was just a natural gift? And I'm just going to... Con- Pursue my passion. What inspired
1: you? Yo, I actually thought I was gonna be a comic book artist at first, okay. and then, um, and then my dad was like, "Yo, artists don't make money." You know? <laughs> and I was like, "I, I guess you're right, Dad. I guess I'm gonna find someone else." So, so then, I'm, I'm when I started really getting into music, um, I was in the, like R&B, so like my mm. my first like say it was like maybe Usher or something like that. So I was doing the dance moves and stuff. Yeah. I thought I was gonna be a singer <laughs> and stuff, or whatever. But I. I, I didn't have it like that, so you know I had to do rag but I ain't I ain't had the swag that Usher had, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, ra- rapping just seemed to come a little bit more natural for me, especially since um since I I did used to do poetry, so mm-hmm. I was able able to transfer or transition into doing more rhythmic uh, patterns for that.
0: Is that a big difference from being a poet and being a rapper?
1: No, yeah, there is there is okay. a big difference How would because you describe it? I would say that there's there's now you you would notice that there's certain pockets that that you will find as a rapper that you wouldn't find as a poet and then vice versa. Okay. I think when when you're a poet, you can do, you know, spoken word where, you know, no matter where the beat falls and stuff, you're just you're speaking it, but you're speaking it in in the rhythmic form, but it doesn't have to be like within a pocket. Okay. Whereas if you're if you're rapping and stuff, you kind of wanted to have some kind of melody, something that's catchy, something that, um, people can follow along to. That
0: makes sense. So.
1: I would say that's a major difference but as far as like the essence of it like it's it's is putting words together with messages and and making them you know palatable to to like a listener you know so okay
0: like it so what gets you to start writing your music is there something that maybe inspired you on tv or something like a life experience and you just start writing down your music what inspires you and gets your juices flowing
1: yeah um i I watch I love sci-fi and uh, anime, um, shoot car- cartoons, just regular cartoons, um, and I, I like things that are story-driven and like mm-hmm. stories told in like different, different ways, like Twilight Zone type stuff. Like yeah. th- things that people are like, "Yo, why are you watching? That's weird," <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I don't get it, um, but but I, I see that there's. Like a lot of times, there's there's messages and different ways to deliver things, mm-hmm. and you're de- delivering it with this imagery. Um, and I try to put that in in writing. Like I want to be able to express things in a, a vivid way, mm-hmm. to where you could picture what I'm talking about, or the descriptions or that I'm making. Like you could you could feel it, mm-hmm. and maybe relate to it, or if you haven't relate to it, you can at least see it and think like, wow, this is this is something different. Let me dig into it. We'll find out what what he meant by that.
0: Okay, all right. So um, I know when I first met you, it was at my cousin's party. She has like a little game night, and you (laughs) performed there. You mentioned that you had opened up for Bun B. How did you get that gig?
1: Oh man, that um, that took some took some work. Yeah, no, that's (laughs) that's nothing to sneeze at. That's super cool. Shout out to the legend Bun B. uh, Premier Live actually um, hosted that event, and they do lots of great things for different artists mm-hmm. around the city. Um, one thing that they do is that they bring, you know, mainstream artists like Royce the 5'9", or uh, Jordan Lucas, and they uh, align uh, local artists with it that, that will complement that show. That's good. Um, so e- even though me and Bum B don't rap about some of the same things, mm-hmm. um, I, I respect Bum B. I respect, like, his you know, what he does outside of music too. Community yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and no I I I thought it was an honor to, to do it. So I, I got it actually, um uh with uh with premiere Live. They were they were looking for some artists that can open up and I, I think they had heard about me. Um so they asked if I if I wanted to do it, you know, get these tickets for going and um mm-hmm. and they'll see me at the show pretty much. So
0: that's great. So with you making these connections, do you reach out to people? Do you just shake hands? Social media? Like how do you do a lot of your networking and building all of your resources that you do have?
1: Yeah, usually that that comes I like to like be in people's face sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, is it's, the it's, genuine. Yeah. I bet. mean, um I I know that sometimes in music, especially with what internet has done, it's like you could just you know, if if a rapper wants to rap over something, they'll just take the beat off of the internet. They'll take the beat off of YouTube or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, for me, for for the longest, um, I always thought like, yo, I I need to know who's making this music and see mm-hmm. if we can connect some kind of way. So, um, especially here in Dallas, it's a huge producer community out here. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that that make music. Uh, you got S One that's out here. Um, shoot, um, Mr Lee is out here. Mm-hmm. these are these are people who've done. Legendary things, Mouse Quake right. is out here, um, and they're all accessible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they're they're all people that you can you can talk to and gain knowledge from. Mm-hmm. Um, now, whether they charge a fee or not, that's you know that's their business. But, right. <laughs> but um,
0: they're they're available. <laughs> yes, but
1: they are available. They're reachable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're here in the city. And and to have those valuable resources here is is something you should take advantage of if you are here. If you are an artist, if you are a producer here, definitely reach out to them. Um. And so that that's what I've done. I've been able to to cultivate relationships over the years, you know, not being shady or anything mm-hmm. like that. Just really being genuine and like, you know, I, I have things I want to learn about this this music thing. And you've been in the game. You got more teeth in the game than I have. And right. it, um, what can I learn from you? So, um, I think a lot of it did start with with Mouse Quake, um, um, when I first got here because he was one of the first engineer producers. That um that I connected with when I was out here. And um and he helped me. He even like sort of vocal coached me on certain things mm-hmm. and stuff. So those are things that, that I found valuable and, and when it came time for um, you know, later down, like, you know, maybe two or three years down the line, he remembered me. That's nice. And um and he actually introduced me to, to my now manager. So nice. so he, he got me in a, a pretty good situation and in a relationship that that just continued to, to flourish. So mm-hmm. you know, you gotta put Sometimes take years, but you know, you just gotta stay steady on it, you know what I
0: mean? That's so. good. So with that being stated, do you have a mentor? Or would you say he's your mentor?
1: I think um I I'd say different things from different people. I don't mm-hmm. think I have like a a direct mentor. I've i prayed for one for a very long time, but I I think God's giving me um different pieces from different people. I like um that. uh so, my, my manager, he, he's a great dude. Um, he has the same name as me, too. He's, he's, he's Van Stripling. We call him Big Van so that we, nobody gets confused. But as soon as mm-hmm. I start working out, they're going to have to figure that name out. Okay. So, so once I get buff, I'm going to be the Big Van. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but, um. so, yeah, Um. we, we have this team, Culture Unlimited. Um. Producer Reezy Tunes is a part of it. So, me and him got to connect Um. on that. So, with that being said, like, he's he's somebody that's um, that's had accomplishments too. Like he's he's worked on uh, Empire, he's worked on Stars, yes. worked with um, uh, Rodney Jerkins. Um, so me me and him connecting, kind of, uh, you know, you've heard the term like iron sharpens iron, and yes. things like that. So things that I don't know, and things that he doesn't know, like we were able to to push each other and elevate each other that's in that great. way. So so. Um, so i've had i've had those type of relationships that's helped me grow mm-hmm. and i've been very appreciative of that um so those are the pieces of mentorship or um, um elevation that i've been able to 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 been afforded so i'm thankful for that
0: that's good okay so what is one of your highest moments since you've been van gammon you've been in the scene what's one of your highest moments
1: Oh man, that's cool. All right. So
0: <laughs> go ahead and brag about yourself. <laughs> all right.
1: Um, I think uh the B- bumpy show was definitely a, a cool high moment because that's that's something that's something to write down, you know, like yeah, no for yes. Bumpy. For real. Um I think um but before that, I think a, a high moment for me was uh performing at South by Southwest for this mm-hmm. this tech company. Like they like they they literally paid me to pay to to play there and so and it was the most money I made for a show so I'm yes. like yeah all right cool I can do this <laughs> you know that's what I mean? great so um so how did that go that went pretty well mm-hmm. um I, I had I had some um some people that I that I met around Dallas are so like hey I got this show I want to do it pretty live so I had you know a um, a guitarist and a drummer come with me up up, up from Dallas to Austin. And we just we just made the best of the show. So that's we, amazing. We did like it was a two hour set. So <laughs> that's nice. So I, I have I hadn't did a set that long before, but I thankfully I had enough material to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and entertaining people in it, and it got positive reviews and um, so that that was that was probably a good highlight. Um, I think releasing my my album Destiny Can Wait, which I put out in July. Um, was definitely a hot moment, too, because it was, it was the first that I've done with, under, under the label, Culture Unlimited, mm-hmm. and being able to, to really hone in a sound that I hadn't really tapped in before that was accessible to people that um, wasn't trying to go over too many people's heads, but right. um, was just really a body of work that I was able to um, have help to put together, and I don't think I, I had that previously. I think it's it's just mostly just been me turning in something and then like, all right, cool, we'll put it out mm-hmm. and we'll put, you know, some marketing dollars behind it, but that's about it.
0: So that's so. when you put a lot of work into it.
1: Yeah, and now I had a team, yeah.
0: Got it, okay. So. so your lowest moment. And how did you <laughs> get through the obstacle to still continue your passion? Because sometimes, you know, you get hit real hard. You don't yeah. know if you really want to come back from it or should I just start over. So what was your lowest moment and how did you get through it?
1: Wow. Okay. So, um, I I think I've recently had a had a low moment where, um, where I just started questioning about how how I'm going about it because even though there's lots of great things um, about the music industry, like you you got to protect yourself too mm-hmm. with it, and that's that's the unfortunate part. So, um, like there there might be a, not might be all right. There there was a situation where. Um, where I, I was asked to to write for, um, a song and we and we shop it to artists, and um and if it gets picked up, then we consider that like a a placement. Like it's it's a, mm-hmm. you know, that's the terminology that that the producers use when they land something with a major artist. Okay. Um, they call it a placement, and um, so I I did some demos and uh, we did it for a specific artist. The artist's album comes out. We we didn't make it, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Cause that happens. That means you know, all right, cool. We'll shop to somebody else, or we could use it for for me. Or, right. You know. So there's different options there. Um, and then another artist comes out, and man, this sounds familiar. Where did I hear Where did I hear this from? And um, and it's it's the same. Stuff that 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 um that we was working on.
0: Stop.
1: And um, but I I didn't hear anything about it yet. But it and it's not like a direct rip, but it sounds really similar. <laughs> so um, and it's a major placement. So I'm um, I'm I was kind of feeling trapped in between. Like, all right, so should should I pursue this or do I have any claim there and stuff? So I, it left me with a little bit of confusion. But mm-hmm. um, but also I think on the flip side of it, it just means that um that i need to work harder and Mm -hmm. that i do need to protect myself and that i I need to do that going in to certain situations and definitely you know following up and you know just like me as an artist i just want to create and make the best that i can make and and if there's times where i'm being used as like an instrument and things like that or it's not cool yeah you know i mean it's 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 not cool, but it's it's just how some things go sometimes. So right. you just look um, at it as a learning experience. Yeah, d- definitely a learning experience. I, I would say that's that's probably where where I felt low at because I I hadn't experienced that before. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've gone close. I've I've gone close where I've heard artists like rap something like, man, that dude stole my line. He knowing that he, knowing <laughs> know, knowing that he never heard me before and stuff or whatever. Like right. as far as my knowledge and stuff or whatever, but that just be me joking mm-hmm. and stuff or whatever. But um. But yeah, that that's that's probably my first time experiencing something like that.
0: Gotcha. And so, for you to just keep going, you are just like, you know what, it is what it is, and I'm just gonna continue to do my craft, do my passion, and just keep it moving.
1: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna continue to doing that. I might I might throw some bars at them, to, but you know, you know <laughs> I mean, that's just a wrap of me. I, I gotta do. I gotta address it. That that's my form of expression. So okay, I'm, I'm, they might get some bars from me though if they listen. They'll know.
0: <laughs> Got you. Oh, look. At <laughs> All right. So what's one free advice that you were given that helps you either go to the next level or, you know, help you create a different sound that may have worked for you? Something that someone just gave you and you was like, oh, I'm going to really take that in.
1: It was not to overthink, not not to overthink what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of times where that. That's really just counterproductive, and or is or it's lack of productivity when you overthink something. When you think, like, um, like it, it just kills productivity. Like, mm-hmm. like you're trying to get something done, but you're you're too busy in your head. You mm-hmm. know what I mean about what what is gonna come of it. Um. So my my best advice was not to overthink things, not to make it too complicated. Um. When it doesn't have to be like you know, it the normal consumer is gonna gonna take things at at face value at most times. So. Right. Um, so you don't have to go too over there. You don't gotta go over the top. Most of the time, I want to because I want to create like pieces of art that last. You know what I mean? I I'll want to, but sometimes, sometime, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you want
0: it to be perfect,
1: <laughs> but some, sometimes that's that's not what's what's needed or what's called for, you mm-hmm. know. And and sometimes you do have to tone it down, you know. And mm-hmm. and you be able to reach more people, and, and then when you have that that reach and that um you know that base, those people that are already locked in there, and then mm-hmm. you can. Um, spread your biggest message on there. You know what I mean? So you just give it pieces and pieces and so you can spread the, the whole thing to a wider audience and reach more people that way.
0: I like it. Because I know for me, I I do, I want to put everything, 100% in everything. Mm-hmm. So that's really good advice because I stress myself out. People are like, Bree, you got to calm down. I'm like, <laughs> I want this to go this way. I want this to go that way. So that is like, overthinking can cause a lot of stress. That's unnecessary. Big time. Big time. So... Yeah what would you give as far as advice and resources to someone that wants to be a rapper they know they have it in themselves but they just don't know how to get started they don't know you know who to talk to or how to reach out to people to get you know information and knowledge like you have what would you give back to them
1: i would say um that big part of it is investing in yourself um and that's not always financially. Sometimes there's, there's there's this thing called social wealth, right? So mm-hmm. like may, maybe you're you're helping other artists out in the meantime, and and building that rapport um, to where when when you need something that they'll be available because you know you you help them out in a certain way. You know what I mean? Um, ho- hopefully you're dealing with people that that would show you that gratitude, mm-hmm. and. Um, and really just, really just stay the course. I mean, like, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Like, nobody that you saw, like, it it's might time. it might seem like they popped up overnight, but you got to understand, like, there's a the team behind every single person that you see, every single brand that you see. There's, mm-hmm. there's a team behind there that you don't see, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that that's making sure that you see it. And that takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of wheels running in order for you to see it. You know what I mean? So um, I would say Get a good team, get people that you trust that that are looking out for you on all sides. You know what I mean? That's just looking out for you to sound the best that you can sound. Um, be open to critique, to criticism, especially if it's, you know, unconstructive. Mm-hmm. You know constructive. I mean? If 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 you got people that care about you that can tell you like, yo, that verse was weak, bro. I think you can <laughs> go harder. Right. Or oh, I think you can deliver it harder. You know, go for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. Don't don't let that don't let your ego get in the way of that. Because um, more more times than not, you hearing from somebody that's that's taking it from perspective of a consumer. And if you know if, if they not feeling it, you know what I mean. Then what are you doing music for? You it's know catchy. what I mean. Like you want this expression to reach people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You want people to hear your story. Um, and the, the best way to do that is 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 to be a student um of the game. You know what I mean.
0: So. Okay. And I want you to give an example as far as a team. Who is in your team? Like, what type of people are in your team that helps you?
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, Big Van, he is uh, manager and CEO of Culture Unlimited. Um, so what he does is he helps find opportunities, he helps, you know, look at the analytics, see see where, where we're doing good, see where we're missing points at, and... Um, and Really, he he acts as if not even more as a manager. Really, he's more like a big brother. You know, what I mean, it's like so, so it's it's very family oriented, and that's good. you know, um, it's not always about
0: business. No, nah, no,
1: nah, not not at all, not at all. Like that's, you know, we 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 check on each other, we good. and we check each other too. Like when, <laughs> when, when 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 something ain't right, like you know, we 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 feel the vibes and we mm-hmm. we let each other know. You know, what I mean, so Get yourself together. Yeah, so, um, so there's that, and then, um, you know, Reezy Tunes, he's, he executive produced my, um, my album, so there there was lots of other producers on, on the album as well, um, but he, he oversaw it, so LAE, um, Miggy Music, uh, Igami, um, Ashley Fulton, um, Sir Tim, and Celebrity, those are all producers that, that, that were, that were part of the album, um, and what Reezy soon said as an executive producer, he just made everything sound cohesive so that, you know, the the ones that he produced himself mm-hmm. didn't sound so different from something that, you know, producer celebrity produced, who has a very different style, but we mm-hmm. can make it all sonically sound together, like it's all part okay. of one project. Okay. Um so he's been a mastermind of that and um so so that's what he acts as in it, as far as the team and just making sure that things sound how they're supposed to sound right okay. um and then uh we, we have our, our newest additions we have uh sir tim and uh and jade um jade's a singer and sir tim's a producer um and she she has a project that we're we're working on coming out this year uh, so i'm excited about that because she she she's a phenomenal singer um and performer so um so I'm looking forward to to her project. I'm excited about it, you know, so. Hey, congrats, um, Jay. <laughs> right. So um so, yeah, and I think um you know, we a lot of stuff we we do in in in-house too. So like I I do graphic design, so some okay. some some of the marketing that we do is stuff that I put together. <laughs> okay. So, um you yeah,
0: more than a couple of talents. <laughs> well, you
1: know, I, I, had to, I had to focus that comic book energy somewhere, you know what I mean? You didn't let that go. It was yeah. come in handy. <laughs> yeah, take that, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So what's some upcoming events that you have going on? I
1: actually have a video that's dropping um, for the song For the Culture. That's off yeah. my album, Destiny Can Wait. Mm-hmm. Um, we're dropping it sometime this month or sometime during Black History Year. Um I think I'm, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and it so, makes sense too. Yeah, so um so I'm I'm looking forward to that. We we shot it back in December. Uh Jeff Adair um mm-hmm. directed it and he's he's a really dope um videographer and, 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 and film producer. Okay. Um from Dallas. So so I was it just was, about to ask, yeah. is he from Dallas? He, he's, he's from Dallas. He he's worked with a with a lot of other people out of Dallas. Um I think the last two Yellow Beezy um videos he directed as well too. So like that's he's good. And like yeah, yeah. When, once you get Jeff Adair on board, it's like it's like a stamp, you know what I mean? So so that's, that's I'm great. I'm very thankful that we were able to, to link up with him and um for the work that he put in on uh the videos because it, it looks amazing. So I can't wait to share that with everybody.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Anything else as far as like any upcoming concerts that you may have or showcases, anything like that?
1: Uh no not at the moment I, I mean South by Southwest usually I I don't sign up for anything but I always end up there for some reason like <laughs> it it hasn't felt like I think I've I've been going since since I moved since I moved to Dallas so so that might have been since 2010 so that goodness gracious <laughs> I, 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 I I think I think there was only one year that I, that I didn't go and that's that's because I was out of state. Um, but I always end up there somehow, somewhere. Even if I even if I'm like, no, I'm not going this year. Like I just end up there just somehow. So I'm I don't think this year will be any different. I'll probably end up there. They just keep
0: reeling you back. Yeah. All right. So how can we keep up with everything that you got going on as far as social media, website, everything? Yeah,
1: definitely. Um on my website is vangammon.com. Um and it has everything on it, it as, you know, links to my album, whether you stream it on Spotify, YouTube, uh iTunes, Apple Music title, it's all there. So wherever you link it to, it will go there. Um social media is at Van Gammon, everywhere. So I I try to simplify that. I had I had a I had a super dope handle before, but it was too it was too complicated.
0: It was long. Yeah.
1: No, it, <laughs> it, it was it was Van's Labyrinth and I don't think I don't think labyrinth is the best word to get people to spell, because um, it's it's not a, it's not a regular word. Like people don't just go around to saying labyrinth. That you is know what true. I mean, so. What
0: made you come up with that? I mean, it's really <laughs> well, nice. Well, it's, it
1: was based off of Pan's Labyrinth*. That it was um, it was a movie direct. Like I tell you, I, I watch weird stuff. So so <laughs> it, it it was and it's it's a it's a dope movie. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's one of those um, dark artistic movies that have a deeper meaning than than what they're telling you. Got um, but it's called Pan's Labyrinth, and Pan rhymes for Van, so I just did it. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I, just did, I just did Van's Labyrinth. I see where you were going with it. Right. Huh? Right. Nobody else got it, though. So I was like, dang it. You know, either nobody saw the movie or, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> it's too too obscure. It's
0: <laughs> okay. So um, I have another segment I call it emot- motivational moments. I okay. either pick a Bible verse, a quote, anything just to motivate people, right? Okay. So this one I chose for today is: Ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. Unknown person, hmm. I thought that was very beneficial. I know with things that I do, I try to make time for everything, and whatever I'm putting my time in, I want to make sure that I'm getting some type of results. Correct. Yeah. So um, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Our next second, our next breath isn't promised. Right. So I want to make sure I take advantage of life here. So I know in the future, okay, you know, you actually made time and got some results for what you're putting into. Right. What do you think about that quote?
1: I think that that's a great quote. I mean I mean there's lots of different, you know, different um cultures that, that put that like there's that seize the day or seize mm-hmm. the moment, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 a it's a worldwide thing. True. Um that across the culture that we just need to appreciate the time that we have. Mm-hmm. Um my my version of it is that there's there's no time like the present and there's no present like time. Yes. So um I I've always dealt with that too cuz a lot of anxiety comes from worrying about the future, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um and we have the present to work with right now. So I I try to work with right now as much as I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully that that gives me a better future you know what I
0: mean? yes so, you, you know, can so. only worry about today because right. tomorrow may never come <laughs> all righty well thank everyone for listening in to episode three with van gammon y'all check out his music and all his next upcoming events this is brianna what's good podcast remember this is genuine conversation and not interviews yeah yeah. we're gonna keep this thing going y'all look forward to the episode four coming soon Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast.